Greetings, hello, and welcome to the ninth episode of The Spirit Hunters. This is Joe, Patrick, and Megan. Yeah, boy, special social distancing edition. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm recording in a closet. How are you guys recording setups? Pretty good. Um, we lost the dead weight from the cast, so it's been uh, going pretty good. I'm just joking. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just Whoa. joking. I was about to say, Y'all know, nuh-uh, and that's not even true. <laughs> Obviously. That's oh fucked up. Oh my god. Oh my god, Patrick. No, Has, is Corona getting to your head? Like, oh, Jesus. Is it like a brain disease now? Like, I don't yeah. know if you guys know this, but the, the disease has caused us all to turn against each other in the post-apocalypse. Mm. Yeah, we're <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, I'm all against you now, so... Yeah, it's Patrick's like, wearing it's a like, bunch of leather armor with spikes on it and is commanding, like, a horde of, like, uh, biker biker gangs to ravage the countryside. It's really weird. And, yeah, yeah, it's very strange because none of them can ride a motorcycle, so they're yeah, all... they're all just uh... fucking up repeatedly. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> they're just a bunch of nerds trying to figure out how to ride. It's like, okay, try, lift, try getting it started with your legs and then t- kick off, like, a bicycle. Push off. Kick, just keep kick. Don't use the engine. Just keep... <laughs> It just cuts to another dude who just puts, like, the, you know, the front wheel on his face, and he's like, this is right, right? (laughs) We got it, we got it. Last time, we caught Leorio being sleazy, witnessed the crew in quarantine, and watched them work together to beat Trick Tower. This time, we're skipping the most annoying trend of anime, the mid-season filler recap, and diving straight on into Zevil Island. You know, the less annoying trend of Battle Royale. You better get ready. Yeah, I didn't realize how relevant that last episode would have been. <laughs> oh, you mean them being social distanced for 50 hours? Yeah. Social distanced together in a room. Together. For... Less than 10 people, though, so they're good. We're recreating that on this podcast. Uh, yeah, because we're all in different rooms, so I don't... Whatever. Anyways, Patrick, <laughs> take it away. Let's fight. All right, so episode 14. Hit the target, or hit X the X target, or hit cross it, the cross It will cross never target. get old. This joke will never get old. I love it. It will not. It will it's not. It's just like, who's the mass fighter? Who's the, who's <laughs> well, the X? We still never figure that out. We so don't know. That's not a joke. We have no idea. Who's Fighter X? They never X? explicitly told us. Fighter X. That's a, that's a fucking Speed Racer reference. Anyways. Mm. I was actually an X going to give it to you reference. Anyways, uh, episode like is... DMX, the... Like DMX X going to give yeah. it to you? Yeah, yes. he's gonna give, oh, gonna give it to this cast. But the the Japanese translation is Tageto ni Hito. Is that right? Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's just um, hit the target. Yeah, it's essentially uh, Tageto ni Hito. I, I honestly they're all thought about, words. Yeah, I thought about trying to break down this title and then like look <laughs> into the Proto Indo European roots of all the words, and I'm like, no, that's dumb. There's literally nothing there. I was like, oh. Target and hit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, what's a target? Target derives from Tarj, which is a word for shield. That's not a joke. But then I was just like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Anyways, continue. Ni is the only Japanese Do you, Japanese you guys want to go to Taigeto after this? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm more into Tarjeto. Tarjay. Tarjay. Yes, anyways, Tarjay. continue. With, anyways. Why did I do this? Continue. Yeah. Alright, Japanese release date was January 18th, 2012, good year, uh, with the US release date being July 30th, 2016. The manga chapters are 23 and 24, with the Japanese release date of the first manga chapter being check https.rb.gy.mz0vjz. You know, you guys can just follow the link, don't worry. This is a very special episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about really serious issues today, so we can just skip this shit. 
Uh, and so 1999 episodes is check HTTPS. Okay, do- okay, all right. I really hope no one ever follows the links as you're saying them on, like, on the fucking show. Megan, just go with the episode notes. Got it. H- Hi, guys. H- <laughs> shh, Patrick, shh. Um, so the episode starts off, we're basically going to, I'm going to give you the rules of this one, because this one's a little more rule intensive. The other ones are like, find me a gem, and they find <laughs> a gem. I don't know if that hasn't happened. But like, they're very basic, like, follow this guy, get to the end. This one's a little more, like, specific. They have rules this time. Um, so each applicant uh, needs to draw a card, and it's who you hunt, and who hunts you basically it's battle royale but like literally not as intense nowhere near as intense um so they draw their lots in order of trick tower completion once drawn they peel the sticker to reveal a participant's number uh the goal is to steal the badge of your target you need six points to pass your own badge is worth three points your target's badge is worth three points and all others is worth one and then doesn't matter how as long as you get the badge, so like you can kill somebody, whatever, no one cares. You can hide the badge, all right. And then um, one but week, can you eat and it. You can eat the badge, so no one wins. But like, I think you still have to give it back up eventually. You have to so produce it, in which case, like you're gonna have to shit the biggest thing you've ever shit. Yeah, and that <laughs> thing looks bigger than the size of an asshole. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, uh... I'm just saying. <laughs> Most yeah, people's you know, assholes. You know in the Bible how they use cubits <laughs> as a measure, where it's just like, oh, that's the distance between your elbow and your, like, wrist or whatever. Oh, I I'm didn't know I'm just thinking, that. like, yeah, 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 Because, like, it was, like, most of the time when they say foot in the Bible, they really mean the cubit, which was, like, an approximate measurement because people didn't have, like, standardized tools oh, okay. back then. So I'm just imagining, like, was there an equivalent? It's just like, oh, you know, that's one asshole wide or something like that. <laughs> For circular like, oh. distances? Yeah, yes. I think so. <laughs> that's Margaret's asshole wide. <laughs> Oh, would it be the units for the goatsy man? Goatsy man? Oh, d- d- Megan, don't ever look this up. No. Anyways, uh, everyone uh, who's listening who knows uh, what that is, you know what it is. You don't have I'm to tell gonna anyone. I'm going to Google it right now. How do you spell that? Don't. No, no, Guys, no. guys, okay. my phone not work. Okay. All right, all right. I'll chill. I'll chill. I'll figure it out later. I'll ask Tommy. It's, it's multiple standardized assholes. Like, you know, <laughs> he's... So he... So the other ones are metric. His is like the fucking imperial measurement of assholes. Anyways. Ah, got, it. got it, got it. Imperial super assholes. Stretchy. Uh, you know how Monkey D. Luffy stretches? Anyways. Oh, God. <laughs> I wonder what his asshole's like. <laughs> we, like we, we need we, the we, twins. Yeah, we need, we need the Meg- twins. and Sarah back. <laughs> I mean, Hannah and Sarah, Sarah back. Yeah, Hannah oh. and Sarah, we need them back. We've lost our minds. Anyways, continue. <laughs> we should probably put a disclaimer at the video in the beginning of this. Hannah and Sarah aren't here to keep us sane and on track, so... We're already words. marked as explicit, so this is like, hey, have you ever wanted to listen to the ultra-explicit version of the show? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, with no boundaries. Alright. Uh, and then, one, it, the, the trial lasts one week, um, and they disembark in order to... In the order they completed Trick Tower, but two minutes apart. Um, and then someone has a link. We'll put it up on our um, socials um, for the numbers. If you guys wanted to know who was who, um, in the beginning, no one really knows um, unless you've memorized everyone's number or you can go backwards. Uh, Patrick, yeah, would you go... like to read the? Uh, Wait, let me read the read those numbers real quick. Sorry, let me I'm just get those back. Okay, here. give me a sec. I'm, I'm, I I know that he's actually going to show up with the real numbers, but I also just expect him to read off everyone's. Keep saying sixty nine. <laughs> Gone at 
kilowatts. Oh, that's 69. weird. That's how right. I remember his number being. I gotcha. So Umori, so Umori is 199. Imori is not 198. What the fuck? Amori is 197. They're the brothers. Yeah. Gon is 405. Ponzu is 246. Hizoka is 44. Q is 105. Leorio is 69. She's, she, she's still Leorio is 69, really? No, he's 403. I was going to uh, say, there's no way that he's 69 because he showed she, up at the same time as the others. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Shishito is 89. Pokul, Who the fuck is Shishito? Po- <laughs> we don't know. He probably uh, died. Guy. Pokul is 53. Tanpa 16. And Gauz Pokul, is... that's his name. Yeah, Pokul. Yeah, basically, basically the masked fighter uh and then gauze is 371 but he's soon to be 86 if you guys know what i'm saying yeah no i don't i really don't 86 is like someone's dead or wasted oh like in in the restaurant when you 86 an object like or a food item oh is that where that's from originally i actually didn't know the origin i just know that that's yeah Oh, I don't know. We just say it like, oh, is that it? Like, hey, can I have potatoes? Oh, no, potatoes are 86. Like, you oh, don't have okay. them anymore. I think. Um, have you guys ever played Assassins? Mm, nope. No. Well, like, like in high school where you, like, draw a lot and, like, you have to find your person, like, senior Assassins? Yes, that, that, that oh, one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, this is just Assassin, but, like, with cooler rules and you can kill anyone as opposed to just people, like, with water targeting. Guns. Yeah. Oh, oh by wow, the you way, did it with water guns. I did with markers. We had to fucking mark the other person's. Body. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. So in in high school, we did the thing with senior assassins, um, but the rules were we you needed to like spray them with either silly string or water. Um, most people just chose water because it was easier, and like the only way to stay safe is like to wear a floaty. Um, really? around your arm or wrist or neck or whatever. So, like, if you see kids walking around with fucking flotation devices, like, at the mall or whatever, if we ever get to leave our houses again, um, it's because they're playing a game called Assassin or Senior Assassin or whatever. I never had friends, so I was never, mm-hmm. I never played that. No, this yeah. is usually, like, run by schools rather than, yeah. rather than by, like, a friend group. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, I, I meant I had no friends in high school is what I meant. Sorry. I had oh, friends yeah, outside yeah, but- of it. You could I was be entered in into it regardless of having friends because it was usually the school setting it up. Oh, the school uh, set it up for you guys? We didn't. Oh, we did okay, it on okay. our own. So we put money in, in the college, pot. It was like the school setting it up. Oh, um, I know. We, our school never did that. I remember people doing it, but I think it was them doing it. But oh, yeah. okay, yeah. So we, for my ours, school didn't either. Yeah, for ours, we had a central thing that like it was our dorm. Um, oh. So for ours, like we had a central thing where they would change the immunity condition every day. So, like, people, like, you couldn't kill people if you had your pants on backwards, but you also couldn't be killed. So, there was definitely a time where someone ran across a busy street taking their pants off to put it on, like, forward so they could kill someone. And, like, it was one of the weirdest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. Just someone (laughs) running across this busy-ass street and, like, taking, ripping their pants off and putting them back on. That's a cool, that's kind of cool. That's a lot cooler for, like, immunity conditions. Because then... Like, the only other immunity condition for us was, like, if you were at your church. place of work. Oh, no, church was on. <laughs> Fuck church it, we were on. all Catholic. Like, oh. <laughs> a bunch of Catholic like, no. It's no, like, well, is, if this was multi-denominational, stadium. church could be a thing. But, like, since we're all Catholic, no, you can murder in church. We Catholic can murder with water guns. Oh, God, we need Sarah and Hannah so bad. Next point, next point. <laughs> All right, uh, um, boat ride, boat ride. Boat ride, the boat ride. So the boat ride to Zevil was very tense. Most people removed their badges once they understood the rules, kind of hiding their identity. It doesn't matter, though. I still don't remember half those oh, people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fun fun fact, Zevil's Island's actually 
based off of the well, it wasn't based off. It's named after the famous Devil's Island in France, where they oh, is kept it? prisoners and shit. Yeah, you you mentioned oh. that last time. I have a feeling it's probably just named after rather than based off otherwise. But like, yeah, it no, sounds, it's not based off of it's, Yeah, it's uh, there's also a song by Megadeth, but I won't get into that. Anyways, uh, you went the uh, poor Cara. Yeah. But Kara, which is basic, Kara was like the little, uh, she's like the jury, but like the boat transition jury. Uh, <laughs> boat transition <laughs> jury, the name of this episode. <laughs> boat transition jury. She's, uh, she was really cute and like, you know, she's like the fairy guide where she's like, you know, in real life, they'd be like, on the left, she's you navi. see like the fucking Eiffel Tower. On, on the right, you see the London Bridge, whatever. I don't know. And then, and wow, where, 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 are you, where are you on the boat that you see both of those at the same time? My it's, world, man, my world. It's like, it's straight Las ahead, Vegas. you'll, you'll, you'll be seen dead of Devil's Island. Yeah, uh, exactly. Real quick, did anyone read her name in Kana? Because, like, with KH, I'm, like, wondering if it's Kara or Hara. Uh, like, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna look it up real quick. I actually don't know her name in Japanese. Sorry about the typing. Actually, it just occurred to me, does the noise exist in Japanese? I don't think it no, does, No, it's right? just Kara. It's Ka. Oh, okay, it's Kara. Okay. Kara. I wonder why they add the H then. Weird. I don't know. That is kind of weird. Honestly, I don't know why there's... Everything's you know, weird. That's not even, like, in English. Like, Kara is spelled, like, K-A-R-A. Like, oh, no, I guess that's Kara, so they just didn't want to... Kara. Oh, yeah, that might be why they wanted to make it not look like Kara. You're right. Yeah. That makes sense now. Um... But yeah, no one's listening to her, like, at all. <laughs> she's, We've paid she's more really... <laughs> attention to her already than they ever did. Yeah. She deserves better, y'all. Uh, she's there for exposition. Ex- exposition? Exploitation? Exposition. Exploitation. Wow. Ex- <laughs> kinda. Um, she's there for exposition for us, like, as the audience. Um, and the musical... Uh, so, one of my favorite parts of this is when she realizes no one's listening to her. The music and the visuals dim. So like it goes, like oh that's that's great. I only read this part and watched the ninety nine, so I missed that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. essentially like it like records not record scratches, but record scratches when she's just like because it's all like upbeat and like she's really explaining things, and then it goes like no one cares. Well, um, Gone and Killua target their targets share their targets basically immediately. Uh, Gon has Hisoka, number 44, and Killua has 199. Um, Gon is shaking. He's, like, excited and a little scared. Like, he's just really ready to, to do this. Um, yeah, because uh, he's basically got, like, the Master Assassin. He's got to stop. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Have you guys, uh... So you know the fight, fight or flight effect, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You've, you've heard that, Very like, well. there's actually, like, more to it than that. It's the three Fs. Is there one that's like stay put and like chill? Cause... Oh, actually, no. There, there's there's four. There's fight, flight, freeze, and mating. Mating, what? matings, like okay, just just start yeah. That's what, going that's an F, it. you know. Uh, but like, uh, I'd say if we look at main characters, I wonder if there's a fucking overlap with the four Fs and which fucking Ninja Turtle character slash which uh, medieval, uh, you know, fucking personality type they are. <laughs> Teenage Mutant effing well, turtles. Well, definitely mating, because he's definitely a skis. Oh, I was going to say, Hisoka in the fight-flight situation oh, in is, this, fucking, yeah. is mating. Wait, so do you keep saying true. mating or something else? Oh, uh, so this is how it's just said in, like, college classrooms, like, when they describe this, because it's, like, a biological thing. So in biology classes, they're like, fight, flight, freeze, and mating. <laughs> How's but then, uh, explain mating. Wait, oh, uh, did you want to do fucking know. instead? Y'all fucking know. Yeah, it's fucking. Anyways. 
Did I what, really what, have to spell that? How, how, how is that an option? It's like, you're going to fight somebody. I'm just going to do them instead. <laughs> hey, hey, you fucking watch Yu Hakusho. Do you remember when Ryzen met uh, Yusuke's like, great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandmother? That was fight, flight, freeze, eat, fucking... Why don't they say fucking then instead of mating? All right, anyways. Uh, so, Gon reflects on Hisoka and how to beat him as he straddles oh, the tree upside down. Oh, I see why it's three, four Fs now. Okay, sorry, I'm really dumb today. Are, are you fucking serious? I thought you were making a joke. No. I, we need Sarah and Hannah. We need Sarah and Hannah. My okay. brain is, like, broken all right, today. All sorry, right. guys. Okay, so Gon, social isolation has gotten to all of us. Continue, uh, Megan. Gon reflects on Hisoka and how to beat him as he straddles a tree upside down. Hashtag thunder thighs. And notices two candidates in uh, the tall grass. One is hunting the other and goes unnoticed until he shoots an arrow. Um, the other guy dodges, but the arrow is coated in a fast-acting tranquilizer. So, um, essentially, it's Pokal. Pokal is in Pokal is hunting another dude in tall grass. I couldn't remember his name. I was like, Did Robin Hood? Did you notice Hood? the costume right. that Pokal was wearing, though? Robin Hoods? Oh, no, it, it yeah. does look like the mass fighter. Yeah. Oh, does it really? Oh, it does, it does, it does. Yeah, no, if you combined his costume with uh, Ponzu's costume, you would have basically some Yu Hakusho shit. Because, like, Ponzu's costume looks like Quenma. Oh, it does. I mean, let's be real. Togashi's not, like, a fashion director. So, like, there's a reason. He was good, like, modern fashions. Because, like, if you yeah. look at, like, some of the outfits, like, they wear in Yu Hakusho, like, near the end, it's like, oh, that's good modern fashion. But I think, oh, yeah, for medieval to be fair, stuff. Botan shit is on point. Yeah. She, she's on, so she's, cute. yeah, she's down. Yeah, when he does, like, fantasy, like, outfits, that's where he fucking falls apart. Which is weird, because, like, all he does is fantasy outfits, so. You should have reached out to Uraki. This is as opposed to uh, fucking uh, Toriyama, who, like, his fantasy outfits are great, and then his modern outfits are okay. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Um, Wait, you don't, you, don't think, uh, you don't think Vegeta's shirt, his pink shirt was good? Okay, that one's pretty great. But anyways. Gotcha. Um, but, like, so the way this kind of plays out, and it's kind of hinting at different things that we'll see later, but right before Pokal strikes, he releases kind of, like, I'm going to say energy right now. He releases kind of like intent, like killing intent, which the guy in front senses and dodges right away. But uh, Pokul had that under control because as long as he grazed him, he'd be good. Is So I wasn't sure. Is that how it happened? Because like I yeah. thought that like one of the translations said that he released his arrow as the breeze went to mask it. But like I'm oh. not sure if that was maybe just in the 99 version. Oh, it was a little less like explicit. I think it wasn't like written out. Uh, so you're, you're saying it might be Hatsu intent? Mm, yes, that's what I took it as. Because like it could be. It could in be. the in the 2011 version, you see like the image was it was um, Pokal's eyes go kind of that like weird like killy mode, and like like I think a black line or something like kind of visually indicates that like like kind of a an intent of some sort. Um, mm-hmm. And then when God narrates it later, he's just kind of like. I don't know. He says he like masked his presence and then like shot, but then the guy noticed. They didn't really say anything about wind, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. You you might be right. I wonder if it's one of those things where like um, as revealed later, some of the characters have been using Nen techniques accidentally, mm-hmm. and that like you know because they didn't know what it was and they just like naturally through their amazing aptitudes were able to develop certain techniques. Yeah, and I wonder since Pokal's a magical beast hunter, he probably. I would Already say he, he'd be most likely to develop Zetsu, but like yeah. apparently not, based on the fact that he was detected. 
Yeah. But like maybe maybe Hatsu's there. I'm not yeah. sure. The only thing that makes me pause about whether or not he has Hatsu is because later when they talk about Pokel's training, they mention that he has a hard time with Ren. Oh, that's true. Do you think true. he is the Hatsu for Patsu? Mm. Yeah, I, <laughs> this is just complete gibberish yeah. for Patrick. <laughs> it's a little contributor if you've never seen this show before and haven't got... If you're, if you're caught up to date with us, makes no sense. But if you've watched this series through, this might make sense. Maybe. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, Patrick, just re-listen to this episode in, like, 12 months. You're like, we'll I, I remember Joe before the fire. Yeah, I'm, my mind is, like, I'm, like, getting, like, okay. It's, it's okay. We'll move on. We'll move on. It's a lot of um, cheese shit is all I'm going to say. Yeah. But, but do they have the Hatsu for Patsu is the question I pose to you both. Who's Patsu? Yeah, who is Patsu? So there's no Patsu, then. Oh, there's is... Hatsu. Isn't Hatsu the guy from Breath of the Wild? I could have sworn one of you said Hatsu and another one said Patsu, but maybe my brain's broken today. He's the guy with the Macarena's go. I I don't know. But I was going to say, is Patsu just the Japanese dub of Happy Days name for Patsy? Yeah. I wish I knew how to say sit on it in Japanese. Anyways, continue. Hey, senpai. Nope. Wait, what? Hey, senpai. Okay, you know what? Oh my god, do they refer to the Fonz as senpai? <laughs> I don't think there's a dub for this, y'all. I'm gonna look this up because they're better. All right. Be. Each need. I'll finish Sanji. these notes because we'll never Happy get this days. first episode done. Okay. Th- okay. Thank you, Megan, for being responsible. Continue. <laughs> for once, I'm the responsible one. Assholes. <laughs> um. Gone trains with his fishing pole. Oh man, damn it. Uh, his training <laughs> gradually. <laughs> Well, there goes that. <laughs> there goes that. His training gradually evolves from stationary to a fixed point <laughs> swinging. <laughs> Jesus, when I was writing this, it made sense, okay? To no, catching it's, it's still does. Just keep going. <laughs> okay. To catching birds by watching its movements and notices he can predict movements when a target itself is hunting. Um, so that makes sense. So he kind of just gradually evolves in the course of a day. He's like, well, this I can shoot this apple all day, whatever, fuck. And he's like, well, what if it's swinging? That's movement. And he's like, well, now I know where it can go. <laughs> And then he's just like, I want to catch birds, but, like, he fucking can't. And then he realizes when it's trying to grab, like, a fish. Okay, I I got an idea for the listeners. Can we... Okay, listeners, if you're out there and you're looking for something to do because you're, like, trapped in your place and, like, either your job is, like... Hopefully quarantine's not lasting as long as this next episode. When does this next episode come out? This next one would be a week from now, so, like, it will definitely last at least that long. Okay, cool. Um, Continue. But, but I was going to say, here's a contest idea. Please take all of Gon's attempts and, like, his various ways of doing this and just make a montage video. And please, send it to us on either Facebook or Twitter because I want to just see, like, it's got to be a montage and just, like, you know, crap like that or, like, Rocky and shit like that because I really I wanna just he- I want to hear Now that. You're a Man from Orga- or- Orgasmo. That works. What will we can give, do all these. This is a contest. What will we give the best person or the one person who decides to do this? Oh man, uh, I will mail something. We can all mail something. It's fine. I'll mail. I'll mail an apple. No, that's a terrible so idea. Oh, oh um, I have toilet paper, y'all. Yeah, we'll I have toilet, toilet paper. paper. I have extra toilet. I'll give oh. you two rolls of toilet paper if someone does this. I, I have an idea. How about we take a single square of toilet paper? You send it to me. I'm I'm at my girlfriend's place. I will. I'll sign it, you can sign it, Patrick can sign it, and we can all sign it, and we'll send you a signed piece of toilet paper, because this is what oh, we're doing I thought, now. I thought, I thought you were going <laughs> somewhere else famous, with that, Joe. Then... What's up? 
I thought you were going somewhere else with that show. Uh, yeah, I thought you were going to wipe your ass. No. <laughs> wow, guys, no. I'm just only losing my mind slightly. Not, I'm not that far gone yet. Anyways, continue. I will send a clean roll of toilet paper that for some reason we will sign. Um, but I will do that. I'll send you toilet paper if you guys need it. Or I think I have soap. It's half used. Yeah, if more than one person enters, though, we'll vote between, we'll vote like, the hosts. The two-person, yeah. I yeah, will send you toilet paper. This is a real contest, guys. This is a real contest. <laughs> this is a real... I yeah. will mail it. I got two packs. I got... Not two packs. Two rolls to give out. Should so we sign good. it, though? No, we're not... I mean... Okay, then Megan I can your houses. sign it. I will sign it for all of us. Yeah, for well, just I'll, I'll do what over you think each of our it. signatures I'll write like. a handwritten note. Like, thanks for doing this, y'all. <laughs> thanks for, right. uh... Thanks for taking the... Uh, I I can All right. I was gonna make a toilet paper <laughs> pun, but I don't know what to make. Oh, anyway. okay. <laughs> last point. Last thing of this entire episode. Uh, gone, but gone. While he's doing all this training shit, has a mysterious stalker of oh, of his own who literally just chills there because unknown reasons. Uh, yeah, we kind of know. Also, gone straight up sets up camp by a creek without hiding himself at all. Not a care in the world. Like, he literally passes out open space in front of this creek. Okay, he doesn't have a tent or anything, right? Huh? He doesn't have a tent or anything, right? No, he like nope. he's like, oh, I'm tired. I'm just gonna take a nap. <laughs> I think yeah, I'll sleep fuck? here now. <laughs> and then, like, the other guy, the guy who's watching him in the background is just, okay, cool. And then he, like, doesn't do anything. <laughs> I, I like, earnestly feel, I earnestly feel in any other anime this would be a major plot hole. It's just like really, like, but I think this is to emphasize the arbitrariness of like how people as like seemingly unprepared and unqualified as the main characters could get in, even though they're like top like one hundred level human beings in terms of like a lot of skills. They're not like ruthless enough, but like yeah. they get through based on like other things. Yeah, that's fair. Also, the guy stalking him uh, is uh, our friend. What's his real Black name Peter. in this show? Black, Black Peter. Peter. Yeah, we're going to call him Black Peter now. Also, I watched the episode of The Office where he shows up, so now that character is showing up in all of my life. <laughs> Man, Goretta showed up in Goretta, The Office? Yeah, Goretta know. showed up. Yeah. They're like, you guys know this great anime called Hunter x Hunter? Uh, did he, uh, it's did he, did he try to get art. you? Did he try to get you to convert to electric, electricity? Huh? Greta Thunberg is that is that an office reference? Is that, is that an office reference? Yeah. No, Greta, Greta Thunberg. You know Greta Thunberg, the lady. Oh uh, God damn it! No, I don't know who that is actually. It's that, that little girl that was like yelling about saying, climate change. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Greta Thunberg. Uh, yeah, Thunberg. Yeah. Anyways. Thunberg, uh, Thun- okay. Cool. Well, that's the end of the shit, episode, Patrick, guys. Manga. <laughs> manga shit. All right. Time for the manga shit. Se- boop. Time for the manga shit section, guys. The original manga addendums. Uh, in the beginning, the numbers are shown on the badges for each person, so you know who it is, which is what I read in the beginning. Yeah, thank God get... that shit exists in manga, where like they can give you like fucking charts for you to yeah. follow along. Because when it goes to anime, you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> who is 89 again? <laughs> this will I mean, get way worse when we get to fucking the part where they explain the power system, where they're talking about like ratios and percents and formulas, uh, and you're like, what? Uh-uh. And then they show you a graph of a star chart or whatever. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I gotcha. Um, it show uh, it actually shows which person is going after who, so you kind of know who's who's like you know the the main target, you know, a little bit. Um, Kropika and Leorio comment on how Hizoka has an advantage, which I don't think he they did on the boat. So remember when they're on the boat, you know about how he had advantage of going out first. Oh, they did a little bit. They 
They kind of did. Oh, okay. They didn't I, say I Ahsoka guess. specifically. They said, like, oh, whoever got out first gets to yes. be out first. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a little bit of a difference, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. th- this one showed a naked gone cleaning his clothes in a river. So Do we see like, his little butt? Like, that's like a trope, right? Where no, get... it's, no, it's I like... Think his they, they showed, covered. The, yeah, they showed his, like, crotch area covered in him. Like, you know, the, the cross-leg position over the river cleaning the clothes? Oh, okay. Sort of that. Uh... Gon comments that he didn't pack drugs, so he doesn't play it dirty. Because he was saying that he was going to use drugs or something like that. Wait, what? Like, like he, he was, was... going to, like, drug opponents or some shit? Yeah. Okay. But he don't, he Did don't he say play that to himself or to, like, somebody? Like, to, to himself. He was like, I, think it's I didn't himself, pack yeah. any drugs or something. He was like, but I'm not going to, I don't play like that. Or no. So I didn't pack any <laughs> drugs, so I can't poison anybody. So maybe he oh. might have be at drugs. Oh, he was trying to, he was just trying to say, like, what can I do to get Hisoka's badge? So. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. It. Doing it dirty, uh, it um and it doesn't show uh it doesn't show Greta Thunberg watching him cast his rod in that beginning. It, it shows him when he first gets on the island and he passes him versus that scene where he's casting the rod to hit the bird in the face, or whatever. Oh, okay. so they just make it more obvious immediately that he has him. Yeah, they sh- they show it's Greta and he's like, hmm, this boy, I'm gonna hunt him down and take his badge. But like, let him get stronger first. Give him his hope. <laughs> no hope. No hope. No hope. Yeah, I'm not sure what Goretta's motivations were in any version except for 99, which I will now talk about. Gotcha. Uh, so, uh, in the 99 version, uh, the lot drawing and travel to the island are done on the battleship that they unbeached during the mini-movie that occurred in the last section. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goretta hesitates to attack Gon during these episodes because of his admiration for Gon's technique and focus, and more importantly, for having saved his life. Which is that one thing that I'm like, oh, this is the one time Filler has actually clarified something and made it make more sense. Uh, so Tonpa takes a call uh, while like Leorio is out of earshot, revealing that he's betraying him uh, during the next thing. Uh, but Gon is inspired by a bird attacking a surfacing fish. Uh, a surfacing fish. So you know how it was like Gon being inspired by the bird attacking the surfacing fish in all the versions. Mm-hmm. In this version, the fish itself was going for a fly and was jumping out of the water to eat a fly. And so this version actually makes it more similar to Gon's strategy because he's attacking the. He's noticing that the bird is taking advantage of the fact that the fish is distracted by its own pursuit. Oh, I think that's actually what's happening. Because, like, actually, yeah, that is what's happening. Because the fish eats the fly, and the f- bird eats the fish, and then Gon hunts the bird. The circle of life. So, but, I, I think that was in the manga, sort of, but it's not really obvious, because they just show a fly buzzing around. So, in 2011, mm-hmm. did they make it more obvious by I having... I think so. Okay. Oh, by having the fish. Yeah, it, I, I think I just overlooked it. It wasn't as obvious, probably, as the 99, but I think it was... Yeah, so I think it's implied in all of them, but, like, 99's the only one that makes it very obvious that the fish is jumping to get the fly. Mm, okay. I actually I actually want to point out the... Oh, it's Tampa. Okay, Tampa. Okay, never mind. I thought that was a, I thought that was Hizoka that you mentioned. Sorry about that. No Didn't worries. That. Sorry about that. Yeah, so what do you guys uh, think of this section? Um, not much really happens yeah. besides explaining the, the rules of the game yeah. and sort of setting yeah. these up. It's kind, kind of, of fun to see Gon train a little bit, you know, just kind of like see yeah. him, like how his progression of thought works instead of just being like, oh, I get it. I can do that fish thing. It was more like a, how did he get to the point where he knows what he's doing? Um, so it was interesting. It was a little boring, but it was interesting. Yeah. Patrick I, is definitely just sending us pictures of 
like Somi's monkey's dick right now. Oh no, no, sorry. I sent these. The thing is that I have them so I can show Sarah and Hannah like the different, the differences in the manga because it's a little bit easier to see it for yourself. Yeah. But unfortunately, oh, nobody's okay. here, so I had to send them oh, on Discord. So right, that's right, why. Right. I s- and that last picture I actually liked a lot. Oh, the one of uh, fucking Tagashi. So like, I got married, and it's Easter egg. Yeah. Um. So. Right, the monkey has a dick. But also, Gon, when he's sitting on the tree, like, he's doing it, like, it's a really thick tree in the in the anime, in the 2011. With two C's, or? Yeah, like, dummy thick. thick. It's a dummy it's thick a tree. It's a thick tree. Um, uh, but, like, the, the image you guys show here, I, I think we'll post it, or if we haven't yet. Um, we're I think we have tree. posted it. We I have. did, I was, I, was right. like, I was like, man, the manga really, really went off differently than the anime. What is he, what is the, what is the guy doing? Yeah, so, okay, so what's happening is, basically, Gon is sitting on the tree with his legs uh, on opposite sides of, like, a very large branch, which looks like some sort of, like, I mean, it's not that notable if you see in the anime, and it wouldn't be that notable in the manga either, except it shows, like, a guy, like, coughing up blood or something in the foreground, which is really (laughs) weird, so it's just, like, Gon's tree penis is killing a man, is what it looks like? Yeah, that's what I got from it, but, like, I know it's not the same image, I'm just confused of what's going on. Yeah, he's he's just imagining that fight with uh, Hizoka killing all those people, and he's like, huh, this guy's dangerous business. Hmm, okay, okay. It's it's totally unintentional, but it just looks fucking weird, honestly. Yeah, I saw it, I was like, uh, what the fuck? (laughs) What? Yeah. And um, the, and the anime, I thought it's a lot cuter. Where he's like sitting on there, he like he like he like you know yeah. goes on the other opposite. He falls down and it's upside down. I thought that was really yeah. cute. Yeah, yeah, no, it was like childish because like we all did that when we were well, not like that because like I did not have the thigh strength, but like where you oh, have yeah, the bar and you my like legs use were, like, your kneecaps little or whatever. Thighs. I had like yeah. those little like, wimpy thighs. Yeah, wimpy thighs. I loved climbing trees as a kid, uh, and like man, it, it sucked when I first moved to Arizona, where all the trees have spiny shit on them. Yeah, we so don't have from, trees. <laughs> yeah, I went from being well, no, there are trees here, but there even are, but the trees thin. here have well, even the thick trees here have fucking needles on them. Yeah. So like, I went from like tree climbing to being something I really enjoyed, and just sitting up in trees to being something I could not do anymore. Yeah. You did on the jungle monkey bars instead. Yeah, except you can't really go on monkey bars once you're in high school. You can climb trees once you're in high school, because then you're oh, just, like, wait. the aloof guy sitting in a tree. What do you mean I you can't go to monkey bars much. when you're in high school? I definitely did you it. Look, fuck, okay, well, you're a girl. I think being a guy and being in high school and being on, like, a jungle gym looks creepy. I, you, but, I mean, I guess on your own, yeah, but, like... Yeah. If, if it's, like, like, a bunch of people. I used to be with all my friends, yeah. When you, yeah, if you do it with a group of kids, then it's just like, oh, you guys are being stupid teenagers, but, like, yeah. if you're yeah. a guy and doing it by yourself, you look <laughs> creepy. That's true. Why are you at this children's playground, band? I wanted yeah, ex- to live my exactly, childhood. <laughs> exactly. Explains why I got those weird looks when I climbed on the monkey bars. But anyways. Just um, just bring a child with you so you're like, oh, I'm playing with him. Don't worry. <laughs> you kidnap that child. Yeah. Um, I, step I don't, one, yeah. kidnap a child. Last thing on the manga images Patrick posted, uh, for the thing that says, it's a picture of Togashi that says, uh, you know, I got married today. He has a... He has a picture of himself with bunny ears on, which I'm not sure if this is supposed to be... The thing, but, you know, since he got married to the woman who made Sailor Moon... Uh, oh, like, Usagi? Yeah, Usagi. He married, she married Usagi. Of, that's the main character of Sailor Moon is Rabbit, is her name, or Bunny, basically, yeah. and he's wearing bunny ears. Really? Yeah, Usagi yeah. Is, means Her rabbit. name means... And that, oh. that has to do with an old Japanese folktale about, like... Do you remember the part in the Dragon Ball where 
Goku takes Boss Rabbit and puts him on the moon, and he has to yeah. make rice cakes for the rest of eternity. Yeah, it's in reference to that. Yeah, so that's oh, why like her oh, name. Oh, that's kind of cool, yeah. actually. That's why her name in um in English is Serena because that directly relates to the moon in English. Yeah, but like if her name was like Bunny or something, it wouldn't make any sense. Uh, like, so in, for us, in we old, don't. I think in an old dub or an old manga translation, her name was Bunny. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, which is but really the... weird. Yeah. So, so Joe, does that mean that when Piccolo blew up the moon, he killed that rabbit? Or Usagi? I mean, yeah. yeah, I've actually had that thought before. I was just like, man, Piccolo fucking kill Boss Rabbit. What a way to go out. Pour one out for but, my dead rabbit homie. Dude, um, that, he was like my favorite villain from Dragon Ball. I mean, besides Pilaf. But speaking anyways, of making the... mochi, I got mochi flour because everything at the grocery store is out, and oh, I want to make. Mochi. You just have a bunch of mochi flour. That's great. Yes. <laughs> I oh have regular God. yeast is gone for some reason. People were like, "Oh, I can make my own bread." I'm like, "Shit, I wanted to make shit." So, anyway. Yeah. Uh, r- oh, if, last if you want, if is... you want some flour, I can. I can, you can borrow oh, some. Some no, of mine. No, no. no, she needs yeast. <laughs> I need yeast. yeast. Oh yeah, I don't got no yeast. Sorry. Uh, last thing on the uh, Usagi thing, like, so if you translate her name actually directly from Japanese, it's Bunny of the Moon. Tsukino. Oh, like, oh yeah, Tsuk- yeah. Like, look at all the last names of all the Sailor Scouts, and they're all, like, Sailor of element. Like, oh, that's Hino, interesting. Mizuno. Water. Yeah. Okay. Mizu means water, y'all. And, and Hino is of fire. Oh. I was Here's actually watching thing. that earlier. I, oh, really? Sailor Moon? I want to watch uh, the new series. Um, uh, it, the thing it was with the Sailor Moon it was is... The, it was the episode where she's, like, getting really fat. Or, no, sorry. She's, they, everyone's saying she's fat. <laughs> And they uh, and they go to the gym. Ooh, and it's who like, are they telling is fat? They're telling they, Usagi that she's getting fat. She gained weight, and like and like Luna like drew a picture. It's like it's like it's like what are you drawing? It's like you you and you and six months, and she's like fat Usagi. Oh, I saw that picture. That's cute, but I didn't know the the. the, the yeah, there's was a really bad body like shaming serious. episode. That's fucked up. Yeah, how old Even is, it? The is this dub. the older version i mean yeah. that's just kind of like what teenage girls kind of went through at the time i guess but, so you know, it's... it's one of those things where they're even making fun of this fat girl and i was like what the fuck or the or they had set, something you know. like calorie related in like the sailor moon movie where they're making chocolate chip cookies and she, like they're saying like uh, sailor jupiter stop stop eating all the chocolate chips and she's just like well if i eat the if i eat it one at the time it's less calories <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I, I remember that vividly from a, as my a child. Um, but anyway, we're gonna go on to the next episode. Is that good? Yeah, sounds yeah, good. Let's do that. Episode fifteen. Joe, take it away. Episode fifteen. Scramble of deception, oh. aka Damashi Ai no Tori Ai. Uh, this was uh, released on a date. <laughs> Sorry, uh, guys. In both the U.S. and Japan, the manga was released on a date. Uh, but it's episodes. <laughs> it's manga chapters twenty-five and twenty-six. Uh, this corresponds to some episode of 99. Uh, just so you know, these episodes of 99 are relatively fillerless, so there's actually as many episodes of 99 for this as there are of 2011, which was pretty cool for once. I didn't have to deal with, like, weird random extra shit. But, gotcha. um... Yeah, so Megan's put in some dates, but it's all good. You really <laughs> don't need to do it now. This is a weird episode, and it will go down in history as that one where everyone was losing their minds, so this don't worry. This is the messed up one. Go for it, Megan. Okay. Yeah. Um, Gon ties the blood crazy butterflies to some uh, fishing line and uses them as little hunting hounds to find Hisoka, who has a big injury from Trick Tower. Did they? Yeah, that's so kind of weird. Did they say blood crazy like in English even in the Japanese no. version? 
I don't. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know what they call them. Yeah, because in the manga they call them hemotrophic butterflies, which literally just means blood-eating butterflies. I think yeah, that's what I believe that did are. the manga too. Okay, I think that did... was the manga. I thought I they think did it was the also dub. 99, but I'm just wondering what they said in in Japanese if it was like if they literally said hemotropiku or like something like that. Yeah, I don't know because I like I got the I just called them blood butterflies because I blood didn't flies. hear a name. Butterflies. We'll call them butterflies. Butterflies is pretty butterflies. good. That's we're calling them butterflies. The Doesn't matter. <laughs> yep, they're butterflies. I thought we were the Black Black Club. Huh? Uh, we're the Dark Tournament Rules Committee. Anyways, continue. Oh, that's that's the one. Okay, yeah, I forgot. Um. Uh, Hisoka gets a call from Needleface, whose name I couldn't remember again. Uh, Gita Rocker. Gita Rocker, yeah. Guitar Rocker, I need to remember that. But Gita I was thinking Rocker. of Hellraiser the whole time. Huh? I think Hellraiser? you're supposed to. I think you're supposed to think of Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Wait, Megan, do you know? Okay, so no. that's a horror movie from the 80s where, mm-hmm. like, basically, they have this, like, Rubik's Cube that if you solve it, these guys show up from something that may or may not be hell. It's probably just another dimension, but, like, they're people who have a bunch of, like, pins inserted in their face. Oh. Oh. And then they tear you apart with chains, but it hurts so much that it kind of feels good. What? Yeah. Welcome to Hellraiser. They're also the uh, basis for all the primary antagonists in Berserk. So do but... people know when they solve the Rubik's Cube that they're gonna die? Or, like... I, th- I think they think they're gonna get something good, and then I think some <laughs> of them think that they're, like, summoning the devil into the world and they want things to be destroyed. It depends on which movie it is. I think the first group that did it, they thought they were gonna get something good, and then later it's just like, no, we're the Hellraisers. I mean, no, they're, no, only one of them's... They're called the Cenobites, which literally just means, like, the followers of a religion or something. They're like, we're the Cenobites, we're gonna fucking murder you till you come, I guess. What the fuck? Anyways, the Peter Rocker. You, you're th- you're thinking just cut out it. I thought it's. I thought you said we're gonna murder you till you come. For that a is second. exactly That's what, what I exactly said. What he said. Okay, gross. <laughs> there wasn't any cutout. That was that was okay. it. And it's unedited. Um, unedited. Hisoka. Okay, so uh, Peter Rocker asks if he if uh, Hisoka's looked at his card. Uh, Hisoka doesn't know and he doesn't care. He feels fully capable of taking three random other people's badges. Uh, which is probably true. Leoria runs. Absolutely able to. Yeah, he's, there is no thing for. He's like just chilling on like a, I think a tree stump at this point. He's like, yeah, whatever. I'll figure it out later. Uh, Leoria runs in Tompa, and they trade information for diarrhea medication. Uh, but to gain each other's trusts, uh, they reveal each other's cards, like who they have. Um, Tompa doesn't have Leorio, and Leorio doesn't have Tompa, so they they do the trade. Uh, Leorio's target is Ponzu, who uses chemical weapons. As Leorio opens his suitcase, a monkey man, which he has a name. Uh, Wait, the monkey, monkey man. or the man? What is his name? The The man's name is Somi, and the monkey in only the 99 version, because it's unnamed in all other versions, name is Kamuri. Okay. So, Somi? So, Kamuri. No, wait. Kamuri, the actual monkey, right? Drums yeah, down and steals Leorio's badge. Um... It's a trick. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's a trick. It's Tompa's a trick. deceiving people. Uh, Tompa and Monkey Man switched uh, badges or switched targets in order to trick Leorio. Uh, Tompa really did have Leorio's badge, so uh, sucks for Leorio. But Kurapika to the rescue. Um, he says deception is the fault of the deceiver, uh, which is a very true sentiment, I think. Because Tompa was like, ah, it's your fault for getting tricked anyway. 
uh, Kurapika and Leorio teamed up, uh, end up teaming up and leave a battered Tompa with a sign that says do not feed. And they uh, hold monkey guys monkey hostage. So basically they're about to murder a monkey in order to get a badge. Wait, any guys, a, any guys ever see Faces of Death? No, I haven't. What are, uh, yeah, actually, with this? Uh, n- never mind. Anyways, let's uh, let's they they capture a monkey in that one too. But anyways, uh, where are we at? Sorry, it's okay. Uh, they collect uh the two badges. Kurapika now has six points, uh, plus an additional one badge. And uh, Kurapika and Leorio form an alliance. Uh, this is actually probably the first time they actually kind of get along. I think. Uh, I think they're like they've been kind of getting along, but like. They've never they're warming really, up to each other. They're warming up. Yeah. Um. So Hisoka notices. So Gon finds Hisoka and hides in a bush. But then he, Hisoka notices someone in the bushes. Like Gon is caught. It's done. He's screwed. Um. But it's Gauze who stands up and fights Hisoka. But f- Hisoka isn't doing anything. To be fair, anything. if I saw Hisoka too, I would hide in a bush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, at this point, Gon is actually like hiding his presence. He like anime they kind of just he finds hisoka and then like his eyes go that like unglossy matte color you know what i mean like his iris disappears no that's not right his his pupil gets one cut co- like basically his eyes just oh, black right his, uh his fucking yeah i think it's his iris is disappearing yeah oh, his iris- oh okay cool great his irises disappear so he's just kind of like hollow it looks kind of like he's a hollow little bug in a bush um but uh so gone. So this kind of hiding your presence is, uh, it's a form of Ned. Uh, if you've watched ahead, I don't know if this is really spoilers, but um, it's a type. What type of Ned is it? Zets. Zets. Yeah. Which means, so it, which literally means cessation, but in this case, it means like suppression of aura. Mm-hmm. Oh, cessate so like to stop. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Um. I forget so he, if the kanji used for it is cessation or if it's a different kanji because they play around with the kanji regarding Nen powers all the time. Okay. Um, but Hisoka doesn't fight, and he's not interested in fighting someone who's not worth his while and really only spares someone who has potential. Yeah, like, Goes is going for it. Goes yeah. is going. Uh, Goes. But Hisoka's just dodging shit and is just like, eh. And, like, Goes <laughs> is getting really really frustrated he's just like why won't you give me this and, and, uh, and then uh, it cuts to hisoka and he's like predictable what what was that it's a reference to something d- d- don't worry wait did not know what's uh, the reference <laughs> that's, it's a reference to king of it. fighters oh jesus yeah. this is a deep reference these are is this deep even is this just like shallow surface for y'all <laughs> like... d- don't worry um, but yeah, it's basically revealed that uh, Goz is on the point of death because he has like a big hole in him. Mm-hmm. He's very uh, holy. He's very holy. Yeah, on the back of him, we, what we, like the audience hasn't seen yet is like a bunch of blood butterflies like nipping at his fucking back. Um, Blutterflies, sorry. Blutterflies. Yeah. They, they're trying to get that blood Canonical to make their name. make the, make their their blood coons. <laughs> um. Gita Rocker shows up and kills the guy with one of his needles and reveals his true nature. Um, the young adjacent and anime attractive. He's like, so he takes out all these needles, right? And then he goes from like that weirdly shaped muscular face with a robot voice to like a regular dude um, who kind of looks blank inside and with like long hair. Just imagine kinda... if you imagine if you had the Mario 64 intro thing where his face is all fucked up and then you press the reset button. 
I was thinking of I was thinking more of like a, he got some like a, like bo, like Botox injections and he just took them out. Yeah, it looks very youthful now. Very, very youthful. Yeah, he does look young. Like he looks like oh, I went from seventy four to seventeen. Like, yeah, he's, right like a wonder, wonder, he's a now. I wonder what yeah. that guy from Hellraiser would look if he took out all those needles. He'd look like the same dude. <laughs> oh, right. Hellraiser without guy needles. would look the same. <laughs> just without needles, like, holy. Yeah. Just, uh, oh, oh like, this marks. fucking hurts. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the dude just digs into the dirt. Uh, go. It says gophers here, and that's partially accurate, but you know how um, dogs for, like, Siberian huskies, when they, like, dig in for the night uh, in, like, the Arctic? It's like that, where they basically make oh. a burrow real quick. Oh, I didn't know that. That yeah, actually kind of, like, like do. shops at the... I know it's kind of weird. That actually kind of look comfy. I don't know why. It it looks comfy if you're able to breathe, which I have a feeling he can, but I think we would all die. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Joe? Sorry. Kathy just opened the door behind me, and I was leaning on the door, so I almost fell over. It scared the Hi, shit Kathy. out of me. What the fuck is this setup? Uh, just like said, what the fuck is this setup? <laughs> hey, Kathy, we're recording. What's going on? No, you need to shut up. I'm just going to take a picture of this. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, just remember to close the door after. But yeah, continue, guys. Um, okay. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, so, like I said, uh, I, I think it'd be really comfy. You just get some straws, put that in there, and just like, you know, just don't have like Advil and Polnareff come by. You know what? Being you're the first person I ever heard saying being buried alive sounds comfortable. Well, I, I meant like I meant, well, <laughs> the thing is, it's self burying alive. Like you know, as long as there's oxygen and straw going to that, I mean, it sounds kind of comfy actually. So like, aren't all forms of homicide more comfortable as suicide? I think so. I think so. <laughs> have you well, ever I mean, been buried in the sand before? It's relatively comfy if you have your head out, but then like if you're yeah. buried too deep, it's there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> oh yeah, it fucking sucks. Like it's it's really it's you can't move. Like like the guy in SpongeBob who got buried in the sand and dies, accurate because you can't dig yourself out at a point. I don't think I don't think he had, I don't think he died. He got buried in the sand. And they forgot him, and he was an orc yeah, whale and, or something. And then he died because no, we okay. see his ghost later. You guys have in seen Kill Bill, right? Huh? Wait, you guys you... have seen Kill Bill, right? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, maybe. so she gets buried alive, and then fucking Bruce Lee style one inch punches out of the grave. <laughs> but like no i'm not joking so when she fucking does that i'm like wow the one inch punch part of this is actually the least hard part of this because now she's six feet under and has to dig out by hand yep 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 <laughs> hope that soil is loose <laughs> yep um no but Hashtag. the episode in spongebob they're at the beach with sandy and like it's like a side plot but like they bury a guy in the sand and then they forget about him because of ice cream and then he dies uh, I don't know. But he's also underwater, so he and he's a fish. So, like, really, when you think about it, it doesn't make Wait, sense. How did he die? I don't remember that. Because part. the wave crashes over him. Because he's like, oh. guys, 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 where are you? And he can't get out. Of the oh, sand oh, that one at the, the end. Oh, at the end. Okay, I thought you were talking about yeah. the giant whale guy that that, no, that no. got buried in sand. They forgot. Okay, oh, I remember that. It's a guy, like a regular dude fish, and then like you see his spirit, and you're just like, oh, bye. dude, what the fuck is this episode? Anyway, <laughs> all right, okay. but. Gita Rucker also killed off screen, kind of, but then we see a flashback. A sniper lady because he was a- she was aiming at him and took her badge and handed it to Hisoka. So, guys, guess what time it is? Death it's rate time. Those deaths. <laughs> In this segment, we take time out of our notes to assess these gruesome demises of your favorite characters who we don't that know their names. That definitely says asses. <laughs> asses. Wait, asses. Oh, it doesn't say assess. That says asses. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> I can't spell, y'all. I'm fucking dyslexic. Ass asses. Notes to I, asses, the gruesome demises of your favorite characters. I do let's, that all the time, too. Let's ask right. you guys what your favorite death was. So, yeah, yeah Sniper Lady. So how did she die in 2011? Because she dies in a fucking insane way in 99. Oh, in 2011, it's pretty basic. Like, she's scoping um, Get a Rucker, and he like he's like, oh, he pissed me off. And then she, he just throws a needle through her scope. Okay, like, that's pretty into cool. Herself. Yeah, it's pretty cool, but it's pretty, yeah. like, pretty instant. We'll have a separate rating for her 99 death, but so how would you rate her 2011 death? Probably 7 out of 10. One. What is it? 7? 7 out of 10 for me. What, what, wait, we forgot to rate the other guy's death, the the guy that uh, Hizoka kills. Oh, uh, no, it's it's listed right here, the honorable walking honorable corpse, corpse is who she's talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, sniper lady, I'd say I'd say six or seven. Like, there's yeah. definitely some good style. Like, anytime you shoot someone through a sniper rifle, is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, but just but like no they didn't really have much. Yeah, there's no character development, so I'm yeah. six or seven. She's only Her... like the only other lady other than Ponzu that we ever get to see in the tournament, like th- this late in the stages, and like not even a line. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> her death in the manga is a zero out of ten, though. What's the manga death? Nothing. It doesn't happen. Oh, okay, great. What's it in the 99? So in 99, uh, like, she's scoping out the two of them. She shoots Goes instead. Oh, she shoots Goes, and that's how he gets fucked up instead of Gita Rocker oh, getting him. Okay. And so, like, uh, Gita Rocker's pissed off about this, so he does, like, a quintuple front flip through the air, and then just, like, lands on her and kills her. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Wait, death by stomp? Like, <laughs> no, it doesn't show how she dies, but it's just, like, there's an implied, like, oh, if he's doing this quintuple backflip towards you, you're dead. So, that, I think the yeah, implication that's, that's is, like, death. a 9 out of 10, but what actually happens, like, a 5 out of... What actually happens, like, a 4 out of 10. I, Damn. I just, the comedy of it all bumps that rating to, like, an 8 for me. That's, like, a 9 sounds like that to me. Was it Was it funny when you watched it, or you're like, oh, shit's about to go down? It it was before you really know what Gita Rocker's about, so you're like, oh man, this fucking robot's doing a spin kick at this person, I guess. <laughs> He's breakdancing oh, on their corpse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> broke dancer to death. <laughs> oh, man. So what about Honorable Walking Corpse, which is Goz, I forgot his name when I wrote this, but I'm gonna call him Honorable Walking Corpse. Uh, would Yo, you rate his like, death? His setup is pretty bad, so I would instinctively give him, like, a 3 out of 10. Yeah. But I think just all the fucking needles showing up and fucking murdering him it brings it up to a 5 out of 10. <laughs> I, so I it's say probably that a six, too. Probably 6 for me. I kind of like the fact that, you know, he's, like, nothing, and it's like he just gets died by needles. Yeah. He's like, choo. His, his death brings a lot of exposition to, like, Hisoka's character. <laughs> so that's kind of, that bumps it up a little. Wait, I what do you mean he brings a lot of exposition? Well, because, like, isn't this the first time we really know, like, what Hisoka's about? Like, why he kills Oh, to Hisoka. Sorry, I thought you meant to, to Goes. I'm like, what yeah, the fuck Yeah, Goes dies. We never hear about it again. Yeah, but, like... they fucking tell you too much in the 99 version, which we'll get to later. About Goes? <laughs> yeah, they're just like, here's Goes' backstory. It's here now. <laughs> oh, and he dead. And he's dead. Um, so Hisoka only needs two more badges uh, because of the, the uh, free badge that... Um, Gita Rocker gives him, and he finally goes, gets off his ass to search. So he does something for once in this episode. <laughs> I There has to be a fucking name for this trope of, like, the strongest warrior on a battlefield waiting for people to challenge him, and then just eventually being like, you know, uh, if you're not gonna do it, I'll just fucking pursue you guys. We should coin it, call it the Frieza trope. No, it, no, no, no. So Frieza doesn't do that. I'm talking about, like, in a multi-directional battle. 
Mm. Like, so, for instance, in Dragon Ball, if you want to make that comparison, Jiren does this during the Tournament of Power, where he's just like, just gonna meditate on this peak for a while, and then, like, eventually he's like, now I'm gonna fuck with people. It's but I think, samurai is, I think it's you know? just writer's convenience, no, so, because, like, if Hisoka's the one, like, murdering everyone right now, it'd be like... <laughs> No, so I think uh, what Patrick said actually has some resonance because, like, you see this a lot in old samurai literature where on, like, battlefields where there's multiple sides, like, one samurai basically just, like, walks the battlefield slowly waiting for people to challenge him until he eventually gets pissed off and has a duel with someone. Um, That's, like, like an old thing. And it also exists in ancient Greek literature, too, where before, like, uh, before the Greeks were organized in a more uh, professional military when it was, like... uh, wealthy elites who were doing the fighting like say during the Homeric period like during the time of the like Iliad mm-hmm. like you see a lot of this in the Iliad where like Hector's just like who will challenge me just like shit like that Interesting. Oh. so I think Hector, it has a lot to do with like where things are in military development of the idea of like honorable one on one combat versus like all out war that would occur later you also see this in a lot of like very ancient Chinese records before the advent of, like, the War of the Three Kingdoms, which sort of changed all the way that, uh, like, ancient Chinese warfare happened. So when you have, like, significantly honor-based cultures, you have the idea of heroes looking for duels as opposed to being part of more uh, modern-style militaries of, like, uh, congruent forces. Hmm. Wow. And that's your history lesson of today, guys. (laughs) That's actually really interesting. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it is kind of interesting how a lot of anime sort of puts us back into the way of thinking of, like, the honor uh, culture warriors as opposed to the uh, more modern military conflicts. But you do see stuff like the modern military conflicts in things that are more devoted towards modern war, such as, like, Gundam and the like. But, like, you still see elements of the, like, one-on-one duel. (laughs) But, yeah, you get the idea. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, today I'm going to explain the title real quick. Um, so again, the title uh, translates to Scramble of Deception, which is Damashi Ai no Tori Ai. Uh, so Damashi Ai means to deceive. Uh, and the first character is in it, uh, which is Dama in Japanese, originates in Chinese where it's pronounced uh, Pian. But like I'm fucking up the you know, tone there because that's just what I do, I guess. And it means to deceive... And it shares its pronunciation with the, like, phrase for sweet, insincere flattery, but has a different tone. So that second one I said, the sweet, insincere flattery, is uh, also pian, but just, like, a different tone. So the image of that character is derived from horse and to mount, shown Mm -hmm. as, like, the horse character and a bamboo table. So it's, like, to place something on top of a horse. And it could be read as sort of like to take someone for a ride, effectively. Q, uh, Q fucking Marvel vs. Capcom, Capcom two. Music. I was about to say that. Yeah, gonna the take word, for I a think ride. it's not it's not Kurama's car, but like I think train has a similar kanji to horse. In- um, interesting. Densh- Denshin. Denshin. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. It's, one one's it... technol one's technology, like one's and electricity, one is... and one is horse. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. Okay. I think, so I think. I could be wrong. Denpa is way like uh like radio waves. Denwa is phone. <laughs> Denwa is phone. Densha is train. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think Densha wrong. is train. Um but yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. We'll figure that out. Um but uh the second word is torii, which means a scramble. Tori 
uh, is the character for hand and ear. Like, basically, if you put the characters for hand and ear right next to each other. And it signifies scramble or struggle, as in you're pulling someone by the ear. Uh, today, it literally means to take up or fetch. And torii uh, is a conjugated form of toriaru, meaning to hold hands or compete slash scramble for. So if you were to really break both parts of this down, which was originally Scramble of Deception in the way it's translated, it could be seen as Scramble's Deception rather than uh, Scramble my of fav- Deception. My favorite person, Scrambles. And so the way this relates to the plot of the uh, episode is that it's pretty obviously about Tonpa and his deception and the scramble for the for the target thing. So, uh, Patrick, you want to do the uh, manga real quick? Sure. Um in the manga, Hisoka talks on the phone to someone before Gon shows up, but it doesn't show who he's talking to. I don't. I guess it sort of takes from whoever's talking on the phone before Tampa talking on the phone, but maybe they switched it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shows the uh, monkey's dick in the <laughs> manga. That's a full note. Patrick, would you like to elaborate on the monkey dick? Uh, yes, there's a monkey that... I mean, uh, what's, the, what's the guy's name that steals, uh, steals uh, Lorio's so badge? Yeah, monkey man. Uh, his monkey shows up and steals the badge, but it has his little dick hanging out. You know, uh, the monkey man looks like, you know how they say dogs look like, or like owners look like their dogs or dogs look like their owners or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. This monkey man looks like the monkey. He so probably stole the hair. Looks like. <laughs> he, he like took it into the a barbershop. Wait, did field. you say, so make... what does his dick look like? <laughs> uh, small dick. But, anyways. Uh, but anyways, yep. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, and I don't know if we mentioned it before, but there's a scene where uh, Killua's getting followed, and it shows who it should be. But in the manga, it doesn't show the person following Killua, just him walking, talking to himself, I guess. And then, uh, of course, it doesn't show it doesn't show the sniper who shot shot a guitar rocker, essentially. Mm. Actually, so, I don't even think it's in there. Any, you don't see the sniper at all. Like that's a per- thing that's not happened nope. at all. I, I actually wonder don't. If this is like a 2011 anime that took her in the 99 not yeah it's possible so the sniper woman is definitely in the manga but they never show you how she gets eliminated i think yeah (laughs) i mean it's probably assumed like oh hey the number was hers or whatever they also make it more confusing by showing a crosshairs later but it not being her it's someone imagining a crosshair uh Oh. oh yeah to the point where when I first read it, I'm like, must be the sniper lady. And then I look back and I'm like, she is not there at all. She's not. That's maybe not. She's not even. <laughs> maybe it's that guy from Phone Booth. What? Yeah, why what's, not? What's Phone Booth, guys? You need to come up with references that the regular populace You never knows saw Phone Booth? <laughs> I never saw Phone Booth either. I just made fun of it a lot because the plot's ridiculous. What's it's actually plot? a really good movie. Uh, basically, this guy picks up a... Uh, Picks up a phone in New York City, and the guy is basically saying, "Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm watching. I'm watching you from the thing." And he basically threatens him with a rifle. And I guess he knows about this. He's like cheating. On, like the guy in the phone was cheating on his wife or something. Great. And it's like this whole thing, or and it's it starts it starts Keith or Sutherland as a sniper sniper. Okay. It's like a really good idea for a Twilight Zone episode that they stretch to an entire movie. It actually okay, is pretty so, good. I, I'm I watched it like 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 thirteen times. Is it like Jesus? Jesus. Is it like Eagle Eye? Is it like the uh, '80s version of Eagle Eye? Or like the no, it's it's no, from like two thousand three. Wait, yeah. wait, wait! 
they had a phone booth in the plot for 2000. I guess, like, not everyone had cell phones. There were still phone booths. And, still, like, I think it was yeah. more, like, notable because it's just, like, the guy had a cell phone, but he's just like, oh, there's a phone booth going off. Weird. Because you can call, you were able to call phone booths. Yeah. I don't know if you still can. You might not you be still able can. to anymore. They took them out of London, I thought. Like, the functioning one. You're thinking of police booths, right? Uh, no, the red ones. The red ones are phone booths, right? I thought those were police booths. Yep, I don't know anything about London. I think those London. are blue. <laughs> I also said Paris oh, and London police are, are blue. I think, yeah, I, think all the, the time, I think all the Time Lords took all the phone bo- the police boxes, you know, though. Okay, I'm just going to show my incredible uh, ignorance regarding uh, British and uh, English culture. Anyways. Oi, mate. Cheers. No, yeah, the blue ones are police boxes. The red ones are I maybe phone. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Haven't you I watched Doctor Who, Those Joe? are fire boxes. There's a fireman fire in there. Crotch, He's like, "Hey, what's fire up?" Fire crotch. Oh no, Sorry, I, I was uh, imagining fire, the boxes just on fire. Full metal alchemist, guys. Anybody? Where he All dies right. in the phone booth? Oh, oh Jesus! Gosh. Anyways, <laughs> spoilers for Full Metal Alchemist. Okay, so in the most continuing the most out of control episode of the podcast ever. Uh, in the 99 version, the butterflies that, you know, Gon has or that are around definitely just make bat sounds. What do bat sounds like? What are bat uh, flies? I can't do a good impression, but, like, uh, bats, depending on the species... So you know how bats make echolocation and that's, like, above human hearing range? Bats also make audible noises, too. Um, and some bats, actually, their echolocation is low enough that children can hear it because uh, children have higher-pitched uh, range hearing on average, some adults carry like their high pitch range hearing into adulthood, but it is very rare just because of the way the ear works and degrades. But uh, you can definitely hear some bats. Like, so I grew up in um, Northeast Ohio, and there was like this like wilderness area that you could go to, like with a bunch of cliffs and a bunch of caves. And uh, bats would fly through there regularly, and they were low enough pitch that even my dad, who was even my mom, who was like forty at the time, could still hear the bats. So you ever watch Scooby Doo Megan? Scooby oh yeah, it's that noise. You know, the intro at the beginning where it's like before they start the intro, the bats come out of the cave. It's I all need squeaky. Patrick. I need an impression. You need to give me an impression. <laughs> that was and bat. Guys, like <laughs> it's mostly. I mean, it's, it's like, like, like that was like, bat and Scooby Doo. Now that I think about it. And then, like, kind of like I don't know. And it's like, like Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? Are that's you? that's part we of the bats. They sing help from you now. That's what the bats yeah, sing. They paid the, the bats the to say that it's product placement. Yeah. That's, an, that's okay, a new thing. Okay, so the butterflies make that sound, including the Scooby-Doo part. It's very weird. I don't know how they got on the Hunter Hunter. <laughs> Scooby-Dooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it shows the beauty of Goz and Gita Rocker's fight, and then shows the sniper aiming for Gita, even though she accidentally shoots Goz instead, which is the new source for his mortal injury. And then, fucking, as described earlier, Gita Rocker does this, like, quintuple front flip to kill her. Uh, Leorio beats up Somi and Kamuri, the name of his monkey here, and then Kamari betray. Oh no, Leorio beats up Somi, and Kamari uh, betrays Somi because uh, Kurapika is the new alpha male. Like That's they so basically rude. go. Yeah, they go out of the way to be like, well, they always obey the alpha male. And then uh, Kurapika like reacts by being like, who are you calling a monkey or something like that. Long. And uh, so goes uh, tells Hisoka his life story uh, during his death, and it's like I'm part of a mercenary clan. <laughs> And we're, we pride ourselves on being the strongest on any battlefield. So if I'm going to die here, I want to be by the hands of the person who will eventually win this competition. Weird, considering there can be multiple winners. But <laughs> Well, I don't know if he knows. That. I mean, I don't. I think 99 is going on the assumption, like, you don't know what's coming up. Meanwhile, 2011 is like, you've had years to know what's coming up. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, why didn't he just... 
honestly, why didn't he just let, or why didn't he just fight, what's his name? Agita Rocker and die that way in, like, either version because he was already in a fight, right? But then he wanted someone else to kill him? Like, Gita Rocker Gita wasn't Rocker's good not enough? Worthy. I don't know, maybe he's, maybe he's like, Gita Rocker's abilities are bullshit. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I, he's one hand I, need to, combat. I need to lose to a real man. He's like those those guys in the fighting games. Like, oh, I can't believe you play the OP character. I need to play real characters. Oh, you throw people? What's up with that, bro, bitch? Oh, you use friggin' 100 hand slap? Anyway. All over my head. <laughs> no so what do you guys think about the episode? <laughs> I thought it was... I thought this was a little bit better. Um, lots of violence. We're building. We're building. I think. This is like a building. Next episode kind of gets interesting. <laughs> I'm waiting for the couple to jump off the cliff together and hand in hand. Or um, am I thinking of something else? Well, is that a fucking guess... Crouching Tiger reference? No, that was a reference to Battle Royale where that couple just like oh, leaded oh, themselves oh. off the cliff. Joe, here's a flash forward spoiler kind of, not really, I'm not going to name names. Well, there's two people on this, in this, uh, not this episode, but in this arc that we show later as a couple, right? It'd be yeah. those two who would jump off the cliff. <laughs> They eat themselves. They probably should have jumped off the cliff. They should have. It would have been a better day. It would have been a better day. You know, them committing, like, couple suicide probably would have been a lot better than what's in store for them. Oh, my God. Both of their deaths are... Nope. Nope. The most gruesome shit to ever happen? Yeah. 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 But I'm not going to tell you whose deaths they are and if anyone actually dies. So, hopefully. Does Caesar... Is it worse than Caesar's death? It Caesar. is way worse than Caesar's. He's talking about Caesar from JoJo. It's way oh, worse than Caesar's. I thought you death. meant Planet of the Apes. I was like, I don't think he died. <laughs> I thought you meant historical Caesar. <laughs> no, but oh, uh, there's also that. Yeah, uh, Julius but, Caesar did die fucked up though. Yeah, he really, he really did. They um, did him dirty. So I've talked about how I don't really like Zevil Island that much. And it's not necessarily for the contents. It, like I really don't like it for the fact that like it honestly just feels like all the shit that happened in between. Uh, the Millsy wetlands in here didn't fucking matter because we're literally back in almost the same fucking scenario, but instead of, like, running, now they're doing a battle royale. Like, I really wish the Millsy wetlands had just not happened and they had just finished the race part earlier because this just feels like the Millsy wetlands again to me. Well, the Millsy wetlands really, they called, like, 90% of the people. I just wish they had done that with, like... Yeah, I wish they had done it some other way because it just feels like this is a repeated beat to me. Oh, I, I I see where you get that, but at the same time, like I feel like the wetlands were more just like a, oops, you're unlucky, you die. Yeah, <laughs> versus so, like here where it's more strategic in a way. Yeah, like skill. I feel if you had to keep one of them, keep this because it is better. But mm-hmm. you are right that the Millsy wetlands fulfills the need to like, hey, uh, everyone who's gotten to this point has pretty good endurance, and that's pretty cool. You're very athletic at least, but now we need to eliminate people based on like knowledge of nature. But mm-hmm. it feels like. Or, like, you know, the ability to keep up and stuff like that. But it feels like they could have done that a better way and then kept this part because this part's the better version. It's, like, the second draft of the same idea. Okay. I can see that. What about you, Pat? How do you think about this I thought, episode? I thought the episode was pretty good. I uh, I really like the action. There's a lot of, lot of action going on versus the other one, sort of that build-ups going there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of more excited for the next episode that's coming up. There's a little bit more action, more action that I, I enjoy. But I thought this one was really good, sort of building up sort of the characters a little bit more, uh, showing intentions and allies, especially with uh, Guitar Rocker and uh, and Hizoka, and their sort yeah, of mini-friendship. 
Wait, I, I really want to quickly call something out. So you're saying guitar rocker? I think that is the actual correct pronunciation. The way that it is written in Kana <laughs> is guitar rocker, but yeah. like which which is correct if you're reading the Kana directly. But that is clearly a de- direct translation of an English phrase, which is guitar rocker. That's so what, okay. I'm not trying to antagonize anyone from the audience, but I want to make it clear that this is a multi-level translation issue where it is clearly the Kana reading of an English phrase, but is supposed to be his quote-unquote canon name, making it very complicated to determine which is correct. It's kind of like it's kind of like saying star platinum, or like them saying like uh, something like that, or crazy diamond door. I mean, uh, during like the dubs, like I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of people had shit. issues with um, when they dubbed over Light's name in Death Note because. Right, because in the anime it was what Raito is that his name? Yeah, you know, like saying you know, that funny. would be was... so weird in England an English dub that I thought light made actual sense because that's. You know, I feel it's... that one's especially fraught because I feel that he's not only supposed to be light, like you know the like emission of photons. Mm-hmm. I think he's also supposed <laughs> to be emission of photons. Yeah, I think he's also supposed to be right, like mm. just the right man, true, yeah. correct. The right man for the right job. And that only works in Japanese because yeah. of the RL phoneme confusion. You know, it'd been yeah, funnier because... if, it, if they sold if they sold Death Note on RightStuff.com. God damn it! But uh, any actually, I ran into the same issue with. I don't know if you guys watched Beasters yet. No, Beastars. Beastars, yeah. Beast Wars. Yeah. Beast Wars, yeah. But <laughs> anyways, uh, the uh, furry anime that goes from like, oh, okay, cool, to what the fuck. Real quick, I have, yeah. I uh, one, that one, one of the interesting things is one of the uh, characters, the deer guy's named Louie, but in well, in the dub he's called Louie, but in the anime it's Rui, and it actually has like he there people he's like really famous in the school, so there's like pictures of him signed photographs, and it actually says Rui with an R on this. Um, yeah, so R and L are interchangeable pretty much because there's no yeah. L, but in the Japanese, like naturally in the Japanese language, but. His name, I think, in the manga is Lewis. What the like, fuck? L O U. It'd be oh, Lewis if wait, you if you Lewis. wrote it out. Is so his L-O-U-I. name Lewis or is it, it is. a French reading of Louis? It's it's, it's like Rui because his name on the thing is R O U I E when he signed the photograph. Wait, 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 wait! But I'm saying is is his name Lewis or is it supposed to be phonetically Louis? But like it's spelled the French way, which is it's not, spelled it's the not way E A X. It's not like E A U or something like that. It's like L. It's like R O U I E. Like R like I E. It ends in it's Louis L O U I E or R O U I E. No, I'm but, saying manga versus anime. Oh. we can look this up. I'm no, guessing yeah. So just in based in on, yeah. in the in the so like Louis is like I think supposed to be his name, right? But like it's Rui R U I like Rui. Uh, so Patrick's right on that front. But like when I see the manga fan translation, it's Louis. It might just be a fan is... translation thing. Yeah, yeah, we, but we like also in like the Wikipedia and like and in the creation of oh, well, I guess that's English translated, but it kind of reminds me of the Vento Oreo stuff, the Golden Wind, because for the longest time fans also always called it a gold like a Vento Oreo instead of Golden Wind and JoJo for Part Five, mm-hmm. and it didn't really get officially named Golden. It became Golden Wind, but when it got officially released in the United States. Or abroad. Yeah, that one's just, that one's also really weird because no one in Italian would say Vento Oreo anyways. They'd say Vento de Oro. Yeah. Vento d'Oro. 
Because Oreo, while it is technically proper Italian, is an incredibly old-fashioned way of saying it. Yeah, I, th- I think I think Iraqi just looked into a th- th- the source and like, okay, this works. Uh, I mean, it, I think if you said it to Italian people, they would get it as like the idea of like, oh, this is supposed to be classic, and I think that's kind of what he was going for. Like, it might have been yeah intelligible, but it's still a weird choice. For what, Louis Rui? No, no, no. For oh. uh, the name of JoJo Part Five. Oh. Um, like it being so, it. I think the name in. Japanese is Ogon no Kaze, which, you know, means wind, wind of gold. Yeah. Yeah, wind of gold. But uh, they translated it into Italian because it takes place in Italy as Vento Oreo, which means golden wind, but it's using Oreo, Aureo, which is like an incredibly old fashioned way of saying gold because it derives from like Latin as opposed to modern Italian. And like, while a lot of Italians would understand it, it's like a very weird way to say it. And Are they so calling they trans- something that? Uh, it's because there's a... So, do you know the Prince album, The Gold Experience? No, So, actually. there's a stand in part five named Golden Experience. Interesting. Oh, right, because yeah. everything's answered for music. Yeah, so that's why mm-hmm. everything... That's why they have this incredibly convoluted naming thing that's going on here. Yeah, no, like, this is a... I mean, so, let's... If we're going to talk about this formally, this is, like, an incredibly complicated problem that presents in a lot of localization choices. Like I recently found out there's a Gundam, uh, like ship called the Elmeth, like that is regularly referred to as the Elmeth in English that in Japanese is Erumethu, but it turns out that like, it's ultra confusing because it's actually the Japanese Kana writing of the French pronunciation of Hermes because the brand Hermes had recently been introduced in uh, the brand Hermes had recently been introduced into Japan. So it's actually Hermes. Hermes. So really the Elmes should just be called the Hermes if we wanted to really actually translate it to its original thing. But no one did enough research to realize like there's like four levels of fuck up here. So basically it's like if you put Google translate and did it back and forth until it forgot what it was saying. Yeah. What's what's especially weird is that it's a purposeful choice for Gundam because the person who has that ship is like an arbiter between life and death the way Hermes is. And so clearly they were making the Hermes reference. It just sucks that it came through as Hermes, Hermeth, Elmeth. Yeah. I mean, that's that, and that's always the issue and that's why it's kind of kind of hard. I guess going back to what we were for the guitar rocker that, you know, I mean, we could say guitar rocker as, you know, they they want to say, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's just like an English localization, or it's a Japanese localization. They want to say it in English, but you know, when we say it back to English, it's just guitar rocker. But like, yeah. it wouldn't it wouldn't sound nearly as okay in our ears to be like, this guy's name is Guitar Rocker. It'd be like that dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, Nina like, Rocker I, makes I more sense. This is why I like the idea of like us talking about where names come from and then saying what is either most natural to each individual or what is mutually understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like I mean, I'll, I mean, yeah, yeah. His name, I guess, technically is Guitar Raku, and or whatever the pronunciation <laughs> for that. <laughs> You turn into Arnold Schwarzenegger at the last part of that. You're like, <laughs> you got French and then Austrian all at the same time. Like, what, what happened? Oh, you mean like World War II? All right, all right. Hey. Anyway, but but I, I guess the point is is that you know I, I get it. You know, it's the name in Japan, but you know, I mean, if I, I guess if it's translated, it's going to be that. But you know, I mean, if I don't think they ever said his name in the in the dub either, though. 
Uh, Did they just refer to him by his number? I don't They're like, know. Oh, the, no, the they definitely said his Hellraise name. motherfucker. Needle face. Needle man. I'm just imagining, have you guys watched fucking uh, The Water Boy? Yeah. The Water Boy? <laughs> yeah, do you remember the part where he's just imagining things to piss him off to get to his place where he can open a can of whoop-ass? Yeah. <laughs> and he just imagines that quarterback just saying, Needle dick! Needle dick! Needle dick! Needle dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Needle face, needle face, needle face. Such a dumb... That was a trope, though. Having like someone like mentally handicapped, essentially being like the main character of a movie. I know Tropic Thunder mentioned it at a point, but like, oh yeah, was... yeah. Like, uh, I think the incredibly politically incorrect uh, R-word strength main character was a thing back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Simple Jack is what the the Jack yeah. version of it was. <laughs> essentially, I after watching that movie, I was like, I don't understand where they get these references. And then I watched Waterboy and. <laughs> like um what's it called like, forrest oh. gump forrest oh gump God, yeah. like all those types of movies uh rain man and i was like oh i get it now this was a very up that's a thing that yeah it happened. was an incredibly common trope back in the day yeah same with all um, the sequels and stuff but like i as a 13 year old watching the movie i thought robert downey jr was actually black like i had no idea like <laughs> wait, 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 you were, wait you were 13 in 2008 yeah i was actually 13 in 2008 Oh, I was damn. twelve, probably. Yeah, I was. Little. Think about the flow of time, my friend. <laughs> yeah, how that works. Oh, <laughs> Two thousand eight. I was don't. a child. Because I, I was in high school um, then, so I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, eighth grade. Yo, I, was I was in, in college, grade. dog. Maria <laughs> <laughs> Joe's old. Uh, man, you're old. But yeah, no, I straight up thought Robert Downey Jr. was black. Like, and when I saw <laughs> that's when the I... episode title for this fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> was Robert Downey Jr. Jr. black? Find out. I didn't under... Well, because like I. <laughs> I had never seen him in anything else and like my brain wait, was like no one would ever wait. put on blackface i thought wait. like the first guy in the beginning megan. of the movie and then they switched him out for an megan. actual black actor megan <laughs> megan the name, of this, the name of this episode is robert downey jr as Goretta in tropic thunder <laughs> yes, please 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 oh man i tell that you to people funnier, and they're like how you know are you funnier, so though, stupid is that they're actually on in a forest the entire time. I fucking hate everything. We need the twins back. <laughs> so bad. Sarah, Hannah, we miss you so much. We love you. Please. Oh my god, please come back and save us. Save us for the next episode, which is going to be so much more streamlined and not nearly off topic. I'm going to write that in the notes real quick so I don't we, forget. We, we behave so much better when Sarah and Hannah are here just because they're sane and... <laughs> I think there's a level humans. of them, like, seeming, like, uh, very, um, God, upright people. No, they are. The they're very fun. The can't do. <laughs> they're, they're more responsible. That's the thing. They're just functioning people. <laughs> I like I like how everyone's like, oh, Joe always seems so, uh, you know, professional and well-prepared. It's like, yeah, Joe uh, does his research, but is uh, has a problem. <laughs> we all have problems. We all have problems. Yeah. <laughs> My problem was seeing color, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, world. I am so kidding. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, this is the uh, weirdest. Joking. Should okay. we exit this episode? Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Please, anyone do the outro. All right, uh, I'll do it, yeah. Uh, also, the episode's name's going to be RDJ as Greta in Tropic Island. <laughs> I'm down. Island. All right, okay. let me go find the, the exit. exit. I'm going to hit the eject button on this. Podcast. No, 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 you gotta do the outro, you gotta do the outro. I know, that's what I'm doing, I'm finding the oh, end, oh. <laughs> so I can hit the eject button, hit that uh, okay, giant red, okay. get the fuck out. Alright, outro. So thank you very much for listening to the Spirit Hunters. 
please hit us up with questions, requests, or just to chat at our Facebook at Spirit Hunter Pod and also our Twitter that also is Spirit Hunter Pod. Or because of the situation, I don't think it's probably the best to be donating right now to us. So if you can, yeah, there's, instead, there's more important things to donate to right now. Yeah, waitresses, so, waiters, airplanes, anyone who lost their job. Yeah, the Red Cross. We're all good, pretty much. Anyone who's buying uh, masks for uh, medical personnel. Yeah, uh, just yeah. Contrib- stop buying masks, y'all. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't be an asshole. Save up the masks for the real people that need it. Dog. Yeah, but any, anyways, uh, yeah. So please, instead of putting directing that money to us, if you if you were going to, please direct it to those various sources and. Just really any anybody that really needs it because it's been it's really hard times and it's probably going to be re, even harder as we go on. So instead, give us a five star review and uh, yeah, give us a five star review. If, if you like our Pass stuff, me five stars. Yeah, sorry. No, yeah. If, if you like our stuff, please just give us a you know review on uh, Apple yeah. Podcast stuff like that, just so other people who are looking for stuff to do during this like difficult time could uh, give us a listen. Uh, we'd really appreciate it, but we also understand if you're you're busy right now. But that's just. Kind of what we're, uh, you know, if you can just get us out to some other people who might like us, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm going to probably redo this one. It's a bit messy. It's, uh, dude, this whole episode's messy. This is, <laughs> keep everything. Do not delete any okay, single part right. of it. <laughs> actually, please, actually, I actually do, actually, if you could cut out when I refer, re- refer to as Greta's Black Peter, because that sounded kind of racist. No, no, no. Black Peter is the name of. The, I know, but people that don't know might think off. I might be making a joke. Oh, Black I Peter. I said. Mm-hmm. I said, I said at one point, I was like, "Oh, the Black Panther looking dude," because in my head he was wearing like okay. glasses, and uh, I don't know why I thought he was wearing a leather jacket. Obviously, yeah. When you wrong. said that, I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> in my brain, I want to apologize for that. Actually, keep all of this in because I'm gonna. Here's my formal apology. I am so sorry. In my head, because I hadn't watched it in a while, I thought Greta for some reason was wearing a beret and like and like. <laughs> Okay, like a leather he'd be jacket. way cooler if that was the case. And that's I what like my head was saying. I just remember glasses and it, like a fro, and then I like look back. I'm like, oh no, it's a racist caricature. Great, <laughs> fantastic. Um, but yeah, sorry about that. I'm I, gonna I keep this really... in because you just told me to like actually keep this in, and it's a good explanation of what's going on. Because yeah. I think people who listen to the last episode will be like, what the, what fuck, the fuck are you fuck? talking about? Wait, what? Yeah, I, I'm yeah, still, so... I'm still not sure who they. I'm still not sure. Was it Sarah who was like the guy who marked himself with? Pink, uh, like pencils. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Too <laughs> pink pencils. No, but no, we, we're all confused. We're all confused at these times. But uh, yeah. Uh, also, head, also heads up. Today's intro music was by Sol Harmonio. Check them out at YouTube.com/slash/users/slash/harmonio. The outro music is the intro music to the. Er- I'm not going to say that. It's, See you on the it's other the side. Arabic stuff. All right, cool. See you on the other side, guys. <laughs> Bye, Thanks guys. For Next week we'll have Sarah and Hannah back, so a normal episode. <laughs> I'm gonna refrain from screaming needle dick in a closet. Needle dick, needle dick, needle dick, needle dick, needle dick, needle dick. Bye. Bye. Oh. <laughs> 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 guys, guys. This was fun and all, but this is the stupidest thing. This is like the worst episode. This is the best 
يرمي ويصيب الأهداف يسعى دوماً